Lost Talk Radio. Hi again, everyone. Welcome to Live at the Sports Addict. It's 6.30 on a Tuesday night, December 1st, 2020. We're coming at you from Chicago, Illinois. That's my partner, Al Larcher. My name's Clark Lawrenson. Without further ado, well, tonight, for the first time, we're a Thrymal cast, Al. Should I say Thrymal cast or no? Tree cast? Tray. Tray casting. Triple cast? Well, you see, I'm a third, so I know how I know how to say this. This is true. This is true. Alfred Larcher the third. Uh, guys, tonight, of course, we are on Blog Talk Radio. We're also on Facebook Live. And also joining us tonight, a new partner for the Live at the Sports Addict experience with Larcher and Lawrenson. We are now on Twitch at twitchstream.tv slash Larcher Lawrenson for tonight. We're going to see if we can. We might, we might change our, our output on that. But if you want to join us on the Twitch stream, that's great. I'll try to check in there. Of course, we're going to check in with you on Facebook as you comment. You can give us a call at 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. And I, this has been like a minute and a half later now since I said without further ado, let's hand it over to my partner, the one and only Al Larcher. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a uh, very uh, chilly edition cool. of uh, the Sports Attic. You know, the uh, the coldest hit Chicago, uh, not not only in, in actual weather sense, but in uh, football sense as well, as uh, the Chicago Bears embarrassed the city on uh, Sunday night football, uh, getting uh, destroyed by the Packers. So I was wanting them to just move the game. Play it at noon. Hell, play it at 8 a.m. Do something else other than what they did. I mean, it was it was difficult to watch. I, I didn't think it would be good, and then it wasn't good, Al. It was piss poor, my friend. Piss poor. Would I even put it there at piss poor? Yeah, piss poor, piss poor is right. I don't know. I don't know. That you might – when when you play daily fantasy, one of the things you got you got to do is you got to try to think how the game is going to go and be realistic about it. Well, I made a team like five minutes before uh, before kickoff where I was like, well, Trebinsky's going to go off, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Miller and, and Robinson's going to be my team captain because he's going to have the best day ever. And yep. well, Green Bay's going to play catch up, so we'll get some uh, some uh, Adams in there. That's the only thing I got right. Like it wasn't realistic. It, it, it was phony because I wanted to believe in something that didn't exist. I wanted to believe in Santa Claus as a forty-something-year-old uh, male, um, and, and you know it just—it's it, not there. It's not real. It's not. I'm there with you with the idea of I—I uh, I had a feeling all day. Like by the time the game day came up, it's like. They're, they're going to win this game. This is where they surprise us. The team that I didn't want to see play, I didn't want to see do anything. This is where they're going to surprise us. The, the change of play calling, getting Foles out of there, bringing the guy that we didn't want in there in the first place back in, in, in Trubisky. Um, and none of that happened, Al. Uh, I'm going to say it. It's been said a few times since the game, but 
uh, one guy being gone, Akeem Hicks, that's a huge, huge loss in there. Since Goldman opted out for the season and everything, without Hicks, they exposed the shit out of it. And I'm not taking anything away from that quarterback that they have up there, but Jesus. Yeah, I mean, okay, so you take Hicks out, so you can't stop the run, sure, but the defense couldn't stop anything. The offense couldn't do anything. I mean, you know, one guy makes a, does make a difference. I mean, Hicks is a difference maker on that team, defense. There's no question. But uh, to go from, like, one of the best defenses to one of the worst defenses is just embarrassing, really. Right, I mean, right, right. Yeah, I know. I don't know, man. I just – I didn't expect it to be as bad as it was, even though year after year against the Green Bay Packers, this is the way that the Bears have performed, right? I mean, this is their, this is their MO. This is how it's gone. Well, I, I said when this team was like five and one that this isn't real and uh, it's, it's going to be exposed sooner or later. And it's been exposed. This is a bad team. It's been a bad team and it's going to continue to be a bad team. And uh, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what what's next. I don't know if firing everybody is an overreaction or it's a realistic approach at this point. I don't know. I, it's just, it's, it's a frustrating situation to once again be in as a Bears fan. This isn't, this this is an annual thing. This isn't like a once in a blue moon. You know, oh my God, the team's falling apart. Let's do something. This is every damn year for the last since I've been a child. You bring up a good point. Like who, who do you fire? Like, where do you start? Where does it end? Like they're all there a little bit. Who is Pace gone? Is, is Nagy gone? Like, are they, do you you blow the whole damn thing up right now? And what's going to happen with Allen Robinson? Are you going to, are you going to pay the man? The best, the best player on the team more than likely. Are you going to pay him? Are you going to franchise him and piss him off? Like, where do you go from here? Where, Where do you go? From one aisle to another, there's no way he, he wants to stay in Chicago. Why would he? I mean, I would get out. I would get out. I would be leaving on the next thing smoking. Ugh. And I'm not joking. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Maybe I'm leaving on the next thing smoking. Is that played in Peoria? What is that? Is that played in Peoria? No, it's the next thing smoking. I think it's Joe Diffie. Oh, geez. I got to. I'm sorry, I'm not aware. Rest in peace, Joe Diffie. I thought you were a big Joe Diffie fan. I mean, that was a definitive Joe Diffie. <sighs> I got Pickup Man is my favorite, probably. John Deere Green's up there, but Pickup Man's. Come on. That's the one. I don't know. Next thing smoke is my Joe Diffie. I've got a big white wall over here in the studio, and I want to get John Deere Green and just write Billy Bob Loves Charlene on it right there. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, if there was a Joe Diffie draft, next thing smoke, it's my first pick. Okay. Guys, speaking of next thing smoking, we got a hell of a show for you here tonight. 760-454-8834 if you want to give us a call. Hell, I'll share a link, and this week you can join us right here on the uh, on the stream because it's brand new. I mentioned it at the top of the show. If you're just joining us, not only are we on Facebook Live tonight, not only are we on Blog Talk Radio for the audio listeners, uh, not only are we on your podcast, uh, for those of you listening on podcasts, but tonight we are on Twitch TV. Uh, look for us at Larcher Laurenton, L-A-R-C-H-E-R-L-O-R-E-N-S-E-N. We might change that name up next week, but we're just we're just diving into that situation here tonight. <sighs> the run game, the run, they, they got David Montgomery moving a little. Is that true? 
that guy's garbage. I mean, I, he, he, what, that's an outliner. Like, you look at one game, and, and everyone's like, oh, see, he, he doesn't uh-huh. have the like, no, he's been terrible every other game. Now you want to say he's good after one good performance. Now, the offensive line did look good and better. Sure. But I don't know much about Green Bay's defensive line, really, either. Like, who are they? What what have they been? Didn't they break down against the Colts the week before a little bit? The Colts kind of took it to them. So, I don't know. It's unreal right now where the Chicago Bears are. Again, join us if you have anything to add to it uh, on Twitch. I'll, I'll check out those streams. We'll be checking all of our streams here today. So if you want to leave a comment or anything in any of those places uh, on Twitch or uh, Facebook Live, hell, shoot us a tweet if you're listening later at Larcher Lawrence and on Twitter as well. <sighs> so looking at uh, some fantasy uh, numbers against the running back position, Green Bay is the fifth worst. Fifth, fifth worst against the run. So, okay, fair enough. That that makes all of the sense in the world then right there. They they got they got a couple more people healthy on the on the offensive line and I it seemed like it might do something, but I don't know. The Bears defense wasn't there. And sure, no hick, like we said. But uh what about what about screen, Buster Screen, uh Trevathan? I saw those guys trailing a lot. I'm not here to just call out Khalil Mack, but there were a few plays there where it looked like he just wasn't it, – it seemed like the defense wasn't there to care about the game anymore, Al. Look, if, if, if my name was Khalil Mack, and thank God it isn't, I would I, – I can't spell it, you know? I mean, that would be very hard. Uh, Absolutely. I, uh, I would get COVID. I would have COVID. Wait, just like would you go try to catch it literally, or would you – like pretend that you have it. I would say, listen, I can't smell anything because this defense smells like shit and I'm not smelling it, smelling it. I can't taste anything. And, uh, you know, I'm out. If I was Allen Robinson, that's what I would do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been doing a lot of subtweeting out there. If you check out his Twitter stream, there's quite a bit of subtweeting and I would want out as well. I, I mentioned it earlier, Al, are they going to try to sign him at all? Do you do you dare put the franchise tag on? Because that seems like something you can't really do anymore. No, they either want to keep him and they'll find a way to keep him, or they they want the money. They want they want to free up the cap space, which probably is more is more uh, is more likely. They're probably just willing to let him go. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Did you get to watch the game live? Did you uh, did you have to throw it on the DVR? Did you tune out? I watched it live. Um, I may have been playing Day of the Tentacle uh, on the on the big screen, and I might have had the game on on the laptop. I don't remember. I think I watched most of the game, and then I switched to Day of the Tentacle. Quick, what is Day of the Tentacle? It's a, it's an old Lucas Arts game from the nineties. Um, you know, where the, the Star Wars guy made some games. They're point and click adventures. You know, like you, you could play these kind of games, Clark. They're, they're, you don't do anything but point and click at things and solve puzzles. Okay. All right. Day of the Tentacle. It's a PC? Which is it's it? It was originally a PC game, but you can get it anywhere now. Hey, Jeff, how you doing, brother? How'd you enjoy that game, my friend? Thanks for joining us in the uh, Facebook chat there. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look into that game. 
I'll take a look at it. Wait, I, I thought of you today. There was a game that you mentioned last week, and I uh, I forgot to write it down. Um, on the uh, on the phone, it had become popular. It's a mobile game. Does it ring a bell? Nope. Uh, yep. Yeah, nope. I can't read my own handwriting, so that's an issue, right there. But. I don't know. It seemed like uh, some kind of a sim, but I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Anyway, <laughs> there's not too much else to say about the Chicago Bears, is there? I mean, we can. If you want to call and drown your sorrows in with us, please do. If you want to leave a comment about it, please do. Let us know what's going down. Yeah, I mean, is it time to fire the coach? Is it time to fire the general manager? You know you need a new quarterback. I mean, am I, 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 I hit up my buddy Ed before the game, and I go, what if? What if Mitch Trubisky goes out there, and he he looks like a million damn dollars, and this team beats the Packers, and then next thing you know, we're in the playoffs, and Mitch is on fire, and everything comes together, and now we got to re-sign him, and, you know. I mean, I, I was smoking. I was smoking weed all day. That's the only reason that thought came in my head because uh, it, it was wrong, and it'll continue to be wrong. We don't have a quarterback. We don't have a – this Wentz guy isn't any good, or Foles, whatever the hell is it. Wentz sucks too. Wow, how about that? Philadelphia has become uh, the Bears. Peterson, all, all of the Andy Reid tree has kind of fallen off. They they figured out that offense, I guess. They they figured out those guys. Unless you have Patty Mahomes, I guess that you can't you can't get it done. I don't know. So do you do that? Do you do you fire and then let the new GM come in and decide if he's gonna fire Nagy? Like is that how it's done? Yeah, I mean that is how it's done. Um you know, uh shit. I, I don't know. Shit. I don't I don't either, my friend. I don't know, man. It's uh, we're in the thick of it, really. It's that's where we're at right now. It's there's more questions than answers, and uh, none of none of them are good. So, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh man, uh, we can discuss daily fantasy football if you'd like, or year long fantasy football. What a what a clusterfuck we're in right now with that. Well, I got, I'm a little pissed off because I'm in this cha- this uh, million, half a million dollar championship. Yeah. Before we get before we get to the championship rounds, I got to get through the uh, 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 the playoffs here. It's a two round playoff. This is week one. Now I'm up forty points, and they tell me that well, if the game isn't played Tuesday, it's not going to count towards week twelve. So. I see the game gets pushed to Wednesday. So I have uh, – I had – I already set, set, sat Ben Roethlisberger. He's my quarterback. I played Taysom Hill instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was – I was even when the game was scheduled for Tuesday, I was a little shaky on it. And I didn't want to get caught in my pants now. So I'm like, I'll play Taysom Hill, and that way I'm safe. Well, because it was looking like they might not play on Tuesday for sure. Right. I had Juju Schuster, I had Juju Smith-Schuster as one of my receivers, and uh, my opponent had Pittsburgh as its defense. Well, I find out yesterday the game's moved to Wednesday, and the site pretty much said if the game isn't played Tuesday, it's not going to count. So I sat Schuster and put in Ward. Thankfully, I had Ward on my roster. So this idiot Ward goes in who does nothing for Philadelphia. No. I sit Schuster, 
Ward puts up five points, and now I get I see today they're allowing the the points to count towards uh, this week. This week, so they're like, well, this is unprecedented times. We didn't know, but it's like, well, I would have played Schuster. I could have gotten another fifteen twenty points as opposed to five. He only has Pittsburgh's defense left, and again, I'm up by forty five points. So I mean, I'm gonna win. Uh, unless Pittsburgh's defense goes nuclear today and does, pulls a, a Tyreek Hill putting up 60 DraftKings points. Well, not today. Tomorrow. He could yeah, go off tomorrow. tomorrow. Not today. Oh, it's crazy. Speaking of which, I mean, I, I do have Johnson going, so if he plays tomorrow, I still have a chance to beat you. I just need him to go off for uh, 70 points. That's all I need from Johnson. If he plays tomorrow, then I get a I get a I get a text from one of our league members. Uh oh, the commission's getting some shit about it. What's what's up with this? He's like, hey yo, uh, you know what's the deal? Roethlisberger, um, Ben Roethlisberger is my quarterback. This is yesterday, and I look his backup quarterback on the bench is a guy who was on a bye week. So it's like, what do you want me to do? Because he thought. For some reason, he thought the points were going to count towards week 13. He was a week behind. He was thinking Roethlisberger wasn't going to count. And, I mean, at that point, I don't know that there was anything I could do. Yeah. No, didn't the the apps do a good job of telling us the whole time? Like, it's going to still count? Like, you got these warnings and all this shit from it. And they decided, but, man. Like, I was in the same situation. I played Taysom Hill because I was in the situation. I didn't want to risk it. This idiot waited till, uh yesterday to suddenly be concerned with with his only bench quarterback on a bye. Well, you know, what, I, what, was I supposed to give him the, the quarterback who scored the most points that was in the free agency market? I, right, 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 right. No. Um in in the league that you and I are in with Ross, he gave us an option to try to do that. But uh, I just I just put him on the bench. I think I, hell, I'm playing against the last place team, so I'm I'm fine. Unless um, unless somebody goes off, who is it? Oh, Claypool, which he could, but he's going to have to go off for 50 points, 60 points in order to, for me to lose here. So, what's that? I mean, that's just basically impossible. Well, and the guy I'm playing, last place, my, my buddy Jimmy, he uh, not only is he in last, in last place, but he's got Connor on, on COVID-19. He's got Taylor on COVID-19. Breeze is on the IR. Gaskin, IR. Like, it's just, he's devastated. I mean, Al, you know me, when it came to fantasy football this year, I, I was kind of down on it just starting the season because it's like, what are we going to do here? Like, what are we doing? And, and now we're here, and – what do we do? I mean, hell, is everybody going to get their money back? Like, are we there yet? The season's over. I mean, it's not a big deal. The season's not over. You players, so they get sick, they don't play. Big deal. You move on. Everyone, everyone, again, everyone has the same statistical chance of that happening to them. So you have to deal with it. It's part of being a, a manager. All right. I buy it. I'm down. I. <sighs> not every. Not everybody has the time to put in, right? Like fantasy football is a four-day-a-week thing. It's it's Thursday through Monday. If you want to get in on, if you want to get in on the uh, the waiver wire after the Monday night game, you go to it. You hit that up at some point. You spend a little bit of time. If if you if you lose somebody, 
But then you just got to set your lineup by Thursday and go. It's not that, it's not I spend maybe 15 now daily fantasy. I spend a lot of time on during the week, which right. does, which, which does make it easier on my year long, but truth be told, I spend about five to 15 minutes a year on my year long every week, even the big money league. Okay. I look, I look at the free agency. I go, can I do anything? Nope. Who's starting this week? Okay. I'll check again on uh, Saturday. What is the update? I mean, it sounds like you don't necessarily have one on the big money thing, but um yeah, like uh, you still feel good about your prospects with that better team there? Well, so so again, it looks like I'm in advance, and then next week I'll play the championship game. Um, or this Sunday, week 13 is the championship game, which uh, uh, is for $1,500. And uh, I have a good chance. Now, I, my, my star player is Delvin Cook. Okay. And week he game. Down, he went down. Yeah, yeah, he had a bad week. Uh, I did really good on uh, uh, DraftKings last week. I mean, not good, but my cash game, I think I went, I play 40 or 80 games. I play 80, I play 80 uh, cash games, individual games, and I lost five. So I went 75 and five in cash this week. So, you know, I, I made, I turned some profit, which was nice. I mean, it's not tournament wins, but it, it's actually how you're supposed to grind it out. They win a couple hundred bucks here and there. Um, but, yeah, so Delvin Cook goes down. The guy who's winning, who's going to win, and I'm, who I'm playing in the championship game, he has Delvin Cook's backup. Madison. Madison. So mm-hmm. if, Cook, if Cook were to have gone down, I'm screwed. Now, mind you, you can't the way this the way this league works you have to bid on players so he's had them for a while and anybody dropped from week 10 on cannot be touched so when a player gets dropped they're just dropped they're oh just they're dropped. gone okay that's so, interesting so it's not like yeah okay but cook cook didn't go down right like cook's going to play again isn't he he came back he they took him off the field man and, and it oh like no him. shit <laughs> Yeah, they carried him off the field. He, they put him in the tent, and then they worked the magic in the tent. They gave him some drugs, and ten minutes later, he's back. So. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> that's one of those things. Like, you know, tomorrow they might do an X-ray and find that there's something wrong, and uh, next thing you know, I'm screwed. And then this guy is going to have the uh, he's going to he's going to beat me because with with without Cook and then with Madison, I have. So my starting running backs are Delvin Cook, mm-hmm. which for 13, he is ranked n- the number one running back. And I have uh, Antonio Gibson uh, for Washington. He's ranked 10th, uh, uh, 13. He has uh, the number fifth ranked running back in James Robinson, who would have guessed. And uh, his number two is Miles Gasket. So if Cook can't play, suddenly Madison is probably a top 15 play. And he suddenly has leverage on me at the running back position. But right now, I got him down. Now, at wide receiver, he's got McLaurin and Woods, who are ranked 12 and 14. I have Lockett, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Cooper, 15, 22, and 23. Then he's got Kirk, Higgins, and Rigger. I got Mooney, Davis, Reynolds. So I'm going to start four wide receivers. God, You know who I'm going to do? I'm going to pick up uh, Fuller's. Because I have a full range of the free agency market, he does it. Okay. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that back up to Fuller. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, 
because he he, he forgot was about Fuller six games. Yeah, he was doing he was doing all kinds of narcotics and and, and drugs and uh, so he he's done cuckoo cootie. It, it will be stepping in. Oh wow, haven't heard his name in a bit. He he was a hot name about a year or two ago with them. Yeah. Huh. Anthony Miller is still in free agency. Okay. So I'm probably going to drop uh, Greg Ward, who did Dick for me, and uh, maybe Josh Reynolds and move up to Anthony Miller and Cuckoo uh, Guti. Okay. All right. Ah, man. Um, Fuller's six games. I felt like that was going to help me out in some fantasies because I don't have him anywhere. So there's a chance at my, my playoffs. I'm going to make the playoffs in three out of the three, three year long leagues that I played in, uh, the daily fantasy games, Al, that you run, you ran the Turkey, the Turkey one, which the day that it happened, I didn't realize until after the first game started that they weren't going to count the Pittsburgh game because the last time a game had to be moved, it moved from the day game to the night game. They just kept it in the main slate. So I thought precedent would say, oh, and at the time they were moving the Pittsburgh Ravens game over to, over to uh, Sunday. So I just thought that, oh, this, this one will end on Sunday. Yeah, that was. I mean, DraftKings is a day thing. They weren't going to carry it over for two, three days. Okay. You're right. You're right. I was, the precedent in my mind had been set. So by then though, I was screwed. I wasn't paying enough attention to it, but then I had to play people from the second game and no excuses. Sanchez won that game in your league, but I need to give props out to Sunday's main slate game, which I don't know what happened to where we couldn't find it. Like some reason we didn't get the notifications. I don't think that's on you, but something happened there. We hit you up and you corrected it right away. Everything was fine, but man, it's a good thing. Cooley did get in that game because he, he dropped 208 points and he had that lineup in a bunch of places. He told me, and he did pretty well with it. He had a pretty damn good week. Um, this week's uh, Sunday's main slate stars, of course, were Patrick Mahomes. Eckler threw up 23.99 points there, with uh, and he only cost $6,100. Hines, for the Colts, put up 17. Uh, he was only 46. Yep, and then, then he had Tyreek Hill, of course, which only two guys played it out of nine in our, in our league. That's fantastic. What's that? That was the only mistake I made. I, I, I put up 176 points. Ooh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I needed Hill. Yeah. I guess, I guess I would have had to have come off. Well, let's see how I would have done that. He's, he was 7'8". Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have gotten there. Maybe, oh, I guess I would have had to have gotten off Kelvin Ridley, and uh, I could have made that work. Okay. I should have made that work. My, my, you know, I'm a guy who's constantly preaching stacks, stacks. I right. don't stack anybody this week. No. Um. I played three Minnesota players and uh, Jefferson 26, Rudolph 13, and then uh, you know Cook was dust at at uh, 11. He did Jefferson uh, too. Uh, Beasley was kind of weak for him. He cost him 5,500 and only put up nine. Eng- Engram was huge. Evan Engram for uh, the Giants at tight end. And then uh, Hill is that Brian Hill with Atlanta stepping in for uh, Gurley? Yeah. Yeah, that was everybody's play, and it, it I played him. It was a dud, just a fucking I, dud. I was off that. I was I was proud because so here's 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 what I do. Here's how I do it. I narrow my cash pool down to about five quarterbacks, five uh, running backs, seven wide receivers, five tight ends, five defenses, and then I plug that into the uh, the optimizer, 
and I generate what team is going to give me the best results. And I build 40 of them. So I look at all 40 teams and I go, okay, which one has the highest ceiling? This one has the highest ceiling. Which one mm-hmm. has the highest floor? And I start narrowing it down to a team I like. And I wanted, I wanted Mahomes um, really bad. So I prioritized all the Mahomes teams. And I got, I got there. Um, and, again, my, my, my team went 75-5. and five. You know, and then it, it lost the ten man tournament, which is essentially what we play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, so I got there. My players hit. I had Hill in the the player pool. My number one cash team, uh, which I didn't I didn't play, was 195 points. So I would have lost to Cooley anyways. That was with Hill. Yeah. So I mean, it is it is what it is. My. Man, my team was a dud. I think I said it in the in the group chat there, just that uh, I'd wish that I hadn't have found the game because, man, you brought up a good point, though. Sometimes it's better to know. Like, I knew halfway through the first games, it's like, well, we don't have it today, even though I was still waiting on the Las Vegas game and stuff. I mean, the Raiders were expected to do a little better. Like, I, I did that stack. I went with uh, Carr and, um, and Waller. Like that was expected to do something, and then, and then Ridley going back against him. Ridley didn't do too terrible. Calvin Ridley. Oh yeah, he did. He he, he didn't hit his numbers. Jesus. Ridley was Ridley was not right. So I was on, I was on Ridley. I, I mean Carr, man. There was just that's too much risk. I got to stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I like there were there were three to four obvious quarterbacks this week. I mean it was it was Mahomes number one. It was Herbert. It was Josh Allen. And then if you wanted to get creative from a price perspective, it was Fitzpatrick uh, because he was only 5'5", which, you know, allowed you to do a lot. I really considered him, but I thought he, I thought his floor was too risky, and it was. Um, and then Josh Allen, I felt like, wasn't going to have the best of games. So, it, to, to me, the only play was Mahomes. Mahomes was – and, I mean, you, you, you weren't wrong. I stacked him in a couple places with uh, with Kelsey. I didn't get on the hill the hill train at all. I just, yeah, I don't know. It didn't happen. Yeah, for tournament play, I only, I think I did well outside of when I do the 150 lineups. I have like nine quarterbacks, but then when I get down to the 20 the 20 man teams, I like to have three to four, and uh, I was really high on Mahomes. Although it's a really shitty um, tournament uh, uh, play, you never want quarterbacks that that are that expensive, especially at that high ownership. But I assume that a Mahomes Hill stack won the Millie Maker. Uh, I, I mean, I can't see anything else doing it. I'll, I'll I mean, it, right now. it would seem like it to me that that was the, the thing, right? Yeah, I would. I would guess like two hundred and forty-seven points somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those weeks where you had to be deep in the 200s to get anywhere. Uh, I did. I in the in the three dollar twenty man. I think I took like 458th place. Okay. So it, it feels good to be, still be striking in that top thousand. Uh huh. You know, I mean, I always every week I I want a team that's going to hit in the top one percentile, and that got there. Uh, no, nowhere near close enough to win. I mean. I, Number one probably had 40 points on me. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not bragging by any means, but you do want, you do want to get there. You do want to, you, you do want to see that you could still uh, 
you know, you got to strike in the top thousand. Every every week you should have at least one if you're running 20-man teams. And uh, <sighs> I'd, been, uh, I'd been hurting a little for a while, so it, it was good to uh, to get there. Al, uh, that game for the Bears was only three hours and five minutes long. Holy hell. It That felt like six hours. It was running on COVID time. Unreal. Sorry, I just caught that. I, I I was looking over at the box score. Oh, here's the problem, Larcher. The, I mean, the Bears play fine in 37 degrees, but the relative humidity was 59%. <laughs> Should have known. Should have known. It, God damn it. <sighs> the average ownership on a um, on a championship team to win the Millie Maker. I mean, rule of thumb, it's almost 90% of the time the ownership is under 15% of all the – if you average all the players on your roster. Uh, the Millie Baker this year, the average ownership team was 21%. So it was an outliner week, and it definitely was because that Mahomes-Bill stack hit. But he did uh, – who were the Chiefs playing? Um, yeah, they played uh... – Jesus, a thousand points. Hang on, let me get over to this Cooley here. Sorry, buddy, I should have been right on top of that one. Uh, Tampa. Oh, yeah, Tampa. So I don't even know if this guy ran anything back. I can't get rid of this. No, he didn't. He just played a straight uh, one-man stack, a skinny stack. He he had uh, Mahomes and Hill, Derrick Henry and Naheem Hines, uh, as I said, Tariq Hill, Parker and Landry. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, Brian Hill, that was his dud, and the New Orleans Saints, and he put up 242 points to win a million dollars. Hugo, eight 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 eight. He only had one entry in the million maker, too, which is... Uh, really? Yeah. You know what? The top 100, unless there's something wrong with my uh, statistics, uh, it looks like everyone in the top 100 only had one entry. Holy because shit. It, it, this was the week chalk hit and chalk never hits. Oh, those, these are the, these are the bad players who had their day, their day in the sun. And well, I didn't have my day. No, no, because I was too busy making you know forty uh, Fitzpatrick lineups. By the way, Fitzpatrick uh, w- took second place. Not bad. See my best lineup. I did the one dollar. I had 20 lineups in the $1. A friend of mine helped me make those, Al. Thank you for we, – we, we collaborated together. I did – you know, am I allowed to say I, – I did, I did work. I did yeah. do something to play the team. Uh, but I had Mahomes there. I, I scored 188. It got me $3 in the $1 game. Eckler at 24. Hill was on that one. Ridley. Watkins. You know. And uh, A.J. Brown, huh? He, uh, well, he's the one who Antonio Brown, I'm sorry, was on there. Whoo, that lineup generated. <laughs> I got my three wide receivers. Three, three of my four wide receivers were, uh, were Tampa, were, uh, from the Tampa, Kansas game, which is awesome. You know, you stack against it, you, you do that. But man, Antonio Brown, is he going to do anything there? Who knows? Well, he's been, he's been, I thought, you know, Antonio Brown was the run back, uh, in my stacks 
for the uh, New England game. That's what you did there for me, too, right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I suggested that New England, that you run it back because Antonio Brown, he's living in Tom Brady's house. You know what I mean? Right. You don't let, right. You don't let, you don't let a guy live in your house uh, unless you're going to throw the ball to him because there's going to be issues Monday morning uh, when you wake up and you're having coffee. It's going to be awkward. So right. And, and I'm trying to pull his numbers up here. Uh, I don't know why I can't find him. Oh, because he doesn't play for the New England Patriots. <laughs> Antonio Brown plays for the Tom Brady's, the yeah. Tampa Bay. He and uh, he and Arians are having some issues down there. That's for sure. I do that like every week, man. Do you? I, I, look, I look for Tom Brady and 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 like the the Brady stacks over in New England. And then uh, Carolina, I'm always like, all right, let's get Cam Newton over there, Carolina. Yeah. Fire. I mean, I, yep. I'm still uh, tilted on that. Uh, yep. Okay, so go ahead. Oh, I'm saying that Brady and Tampa Bay to me, I don't know why for some reason it's just not as weird as like Montana in Kansas City or uh, Mongo in uh, Green Bay, Jim McMahon with the Chargers or the Green Bay Packers or the Arizona Cardinals or the okay. Philadelphia Eagles. Here, here, here's what it was. Uh, two weeks ago, eight targets, seven catches. Last week, 13 targets, eight catches. This wow. week, three targets, two catches. Whoa. So, did, he move, did he move out? Uh, maybe, maybe there was a breakup. Um, and it was also a good matchup. Like, he should have been able to win his matchup. So, the logic was there. And I'd rather, I'd rather lose – Smart than win stupid. I'd rather lose by dumb luck than win stupid. I think is the saying. I might be George Bushing the saying, but it sounds fine. It sounds know, fine I, to me. Would, Fool me twice, rather, shame on me. I would rather do the smart things and lose by bad luck than do the wrong things and win by just dumb luck. Because in the long run, with dumb luck, when I first started playing fantasy. My first three years, my one of my first three games ever playing, I won seven hundred dollars, and I was like, "Well, I got this figured out." Mm-hmm. And then for the next three years, I was chasing that dragon, losing my ass because that w- I just won by dumb luck. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had no strategy. I didn't know. I didn't even know what contest selection meant. Like I just, I was stupid. But now when I lose, I'm losing because. I'm doing things right, and it, the cards just aren't playing out right. So it's yeah. poker, you know. If you, if you if you know how to play, you play the system. Man, Al, Al, poker. So when when uh, the whole COVID thing started up, a buddy of mine in Los Angeles, we talked about it back then. Started this poker game. I know that you do some D and D. I was doing some poker, and all of a sudden in June, I hit a hot streak where I was just winning, like. I was so far ahead. I got for two weeks. I won like probably eight out of 10 games or placed in one, one, like three of them placed in, in, in four, something like that. Anyway, I got way ahead. And then I just, I got cold. Everybody figured out that I wasn't as good as I was. They figured out my weaknesses. I stopped figuring out who, who, who the sharks were. I knew I was a fish. It just, it really, the game fell apart. And tonight at eight thirty central time, 
or 8.15 Central Time, I could play in a game. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I will. Yeah. It's only $10, so I don't know. Maybe if I get a job, then I could start playing in the poker games. That's yeah, that's, that might help. Do you have any other advice for my poker? Read, read a book. When, what's the last book you read about winning poker? Well, it's funny you should mention because last night, uh, Daniel uh, Slavin, Slavinsky's book, I found it, and uh, I was charging my phone, so I read that instead while I was in the bathroom. And so now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start reading my books again. I got – oh, no, it's not down here anymore. I had another poker book out. I've got a, about 10 books that I just haven't looked at in 10 years or so because – Hadn't really played poker in a long time before I started with COVID again. Well, but. I I would find a book that's been written in the last five years. None of that Doyle Brunson bullshit from the seventies. Let's get let's get an updated. Let's get a new take on it. I do I do have Super System by Doyle Brunson still. Like I have like the redone one after the poker boom. He he like you know he put a new forward in it and all kinds of stuff. Made a bunch more money. He, uh, I just saw a tweet from him. He hasn't played No Limit Hold'em in about three or four years. He's moved on to other games because too many people are playing it, and it's more, it's less be about how good you are. Because, well, I think people are playing it differently, and he didn't adjust his style basically. But that's all. I'm not going to talk shit about the great Doyle Brunson when it comes to poker. Well, I mean, so you know, I read a book. I read a book on uh, fantasy football that that basically was it was written from a poker perspective of like. Let's look at all the poker strategies and apply them to our game. And uh, the similar the similarities are very uh, are very consistent. They're what, very similar games. What's the name of that book? Oh God, I mean, I'd have to look it up. I'll Google it. Poker strategies or something for. I'll look up yeah. poker strategies for fantasy football. Oh, that should get you there. All right, I'm a pretty decent Googler. I'll be honest. How how are you? How do you feel about you and your Google skills? When you type it in, do you find what you're looking for? Well, the '90s Larcher was uh, was probably one of the best. Oh, uh, in your prime. 2000s, I, I, I was good. Uh, I don't think I'm as good as I used to be, but I'm still pretty good. I still get there. Wow, we're aging out of of the ability of the search engine, which makes a lot of sense because older folks don't understand the search engine either. I have to do more searching for folks older than me. Than they can do for themselves, I guess. I don't know. It's crazy. <sighs> I found an article how to apply poker strategy in fantasy football. Okay. I'm not finding the book though. No. Yeah. It might have been like something like Bulls and Bears of fantasy football, and it might have applied. It might have used stock analysis along with uh, poker. Okay. I, you know, and I know, like, I'm I'm a student of my, my Doyle Brunson in fantasy is Jonathan Bales. And Jonathan Bales correlates uh, fantasy football a lot with poker. So uh, he's he's moved on now. I think he does a lot more Bitcoin type stuff. But uh, Is that still a thing? People are, are rolling in that? Are they making a ton of money in their Bitcoin and all that shit? I don't know. Hmm. I tell you what, my, my stocks are up 100 not 100%. Well, I have one stock that's up 100%. Uh, it also happens to be the stock I invested the most in. I bought steel. I was like, man, we, you know, I'm, I'm going to go old school. I'm going to buy steel. And it was mm-hmm. just a, just a Steel's gone up 100% uh, in the last month. So, 
Nice. People in their Teslas driving around buying that stock. I'm going there. I'm getting. I'm getting it done with steel. That way. But I don't know how to play stocks. So have you been able to? Have you are you, are you at the point of cashing any of that out? Do you cash some of it out and reinvest? What do you do here? Where Where do you go with it? That's the part I have no idea. You got to read another article. I guess is what you got to do. I probably should read a book. On have it. you talked to Ogre about it lately, or? Well, last time Ogre had me buying cruise ships, and they all sunk. Oh no, that's gonna have to come back, right? It's yeah, good. I mean, that's I mean at some point, they can't be far. They're bottomed out, but I, maybe now's the time to get it. I, My DraftKings are up eight uh, percent since I've purchased them. That's it, huh? I was expecting b- bigger from them. Yeah, I kind of was too with the whole sports book thing. They they jumped up for a while. They might have hit their ceiling and crashed a little. Well, because a lot of states, as soon as everybody was at home, the, the governors were just like, well, we're changing these rules. We're like, For a while there, you had to go to the casino to sign up to do online gambling legally. Then they're like, shit, we got to get rid of that so people actually do it. Great. The one dumb thing that Illinois still has that a lot of people are pissed off about is you cannot bet on a college team from Illinois if you're in Illinois on the legal sites. Like I can't bet on Northwestern this weekend playing football, which is moronic. I mean, that's where you're going to make a ton of your money. Yeah. It's not like you're influencing the team. No, no, no. I mean, I guess that's a concern there. What the players are going to get in on it. That's illegal. The smart thing, I guess is, is though, it's probably good not to have personal investment in your gambling. So you can't, you can't gambling on your home teams. Probably. Actually, the long run probably helps you, even though the the fact the government is restricting you is ridiculous. Well, and then for people who do have issues with gambling, I mean, I I, I understand that completely. I don't want to take away from people who may have some issues with it, and maybe that's maybe that's your uh, your gateway drug back into it. Is like, oh, Northwestern's playing; they're my favorite team. I'm going to bet on them right here. You know, there's a girl on my Facebook who. <laughs> She talks about being um, addicted to the scratch-off tickets. Yes. Like, like she's planning on moving. I, I mean, she a little, uh, you know, she might be a little crazy. I don't know. But uh, she talks about moving, and she's looking to move to a state that doesn't have scratch-off tickets. Oh, but and that's prob- that's a concern for her right now. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you ever seen a? I think it's an American movie. It's like a documentary of a dude, like a dude who makes horror movies in Milwaukee, in like Green Bay. No. He's got like this. He's got like a fat friend who who's he's addicted to the scratch off tickets too. No, I haven't seen that. It's a really good movie. Okay. Unreal. I'm in. I wish I had the name on it. Um, All right. If anybody anybody who's listening, leave, leave a comment with that. Help help us out on that one if you can. That's fantastic. Hey, it's yeah. we'll be here for a bit longer for sure. 760-454-8834, 760-454-8834. That is my partner, Al Larcher. My name is Clark Lawrenson. Uh, tonight we are, uh, well, today, it could be today, it could be tomorrow. You could be uh, driving to work, listening to us on your podcast. Uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, we're on Blog Talk Radio Live, or you can uh, you can reach us on uh, on Twitch tonight at Larcher Lawrenson. And those of you uh, watching over there on Facebook live, we are still there as always on Facebook. 
the uh, the Facebook page is Larcher and Lawrence in Sports, and you are watching live at the Sports Attic. Thanks for joining. And welcome, welcome for coming. Thank you for coming. Salutations. Uh, our humble little show. Uh, let's see here. I may pull up a little. Uh, Eight this week's years. Eight years. Yeah, take a peek into next week. We tend to do that on our shows on here on Tuesday nights. We start at 6.30 Central Time. Let me do math real quick. That's 7.30 Eastern. Then it'd be 4.30 Pacific. If you're in Denver, I believe, uh, we're probably at 5.30 p.m. Maybe catching us at the end of your evening drive. I don't know. I don't know. You know, <laughs> this is hilarious. Can you guess who the, the highest points per salary valued play at quarterback this week's fantasy football? Oh, and you said it's hilarious? It's, it's very funny. Um, Aaron Rodgers. No, this is... Patrick Mahomes. Statistically speaking, if you're, if you're taking in projections... Points. Mitchell uh, Trubisky. Ceiling. Uh, this guy is statistically the best play. It is Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, my God. What did he cost? Do you have the price up for him? That's ridiculous. He's $5,400 playing against Detroit. He's projected at 19 points with a ceiling of 31. Oh, this coming week? My Lord. Which, which is somewhat realistic. Um yeah, he's a tournament play for sure. I mean, without doubt. You're going to play him is what you're yeah. telling me. You will have a lineup with him in. There will be at least five teams in the 150 max. Oh, it's Detroit. Uh, you know what the best part about the rest of the Bears season is? Every game is at noon. It's not a nationally broadcast game. Boom. No, People don't have to see this anymore. That's good. Uh, yeah, it's disgusting. So Tris, Trubisky's coming off of uh, going 26 for 46 for 242 yards with three touchdowns and two interceptions. He was sacked three times. His longest pass went for a whopping 20 yards. Do you want to know what his yeah. opponent – he he had more yards than his opponent did, Al. That's crazy. Aaron Rodgers went off for uh, 211 yards. Well, it's because they ran the ball down their fucking throat. Yeah. So – Two players are $5,400 this week. Tell me which one you would rather play. Okay. Mitchell Javinsky or Carson Wentz? Oh, God. Who, who, who are the Eagles playing? The Eagles are playing uh, the Green Bay Packers. And the Bears, of course, are playing the Detroit Lions. Uh my rating system has Carson Wentz as the better play. I, I'm playing. Oh, that's terrible. This. What are the over under? I'm a Bears fan. I'll go with Trubisky. Yeah, you know what? I think I'd rather have Trubisky at this point. I mean, it sounds like Wentz is just pissing everybody off left and right. Uh, hey, against the Packers uh, for the Bears. Aaron Jones only had 90 yards. I didn't realize that. He didn't score a touchdown. That said, well, he had 17 carries, also with 17 carries. Jamal Williams for 73 yards. <sighs> you know? That's frustrating, very frustrating. 
the whole uh, the whole the whole season. Uh, it was frustrating because you knew it was fake when it started. It's frustrating when you found out it was fake and you were right. And then it's frustrating knowing what's still to come. Like it, it's it's bad. I wouldn't be shocked if we lose the games we're supposed to win, including Detroit this week. Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, you know who's starting for uh, for Jacksonville, don't you? Mike Glennon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I missed that. You started that before he came in. Yeah. Like we've been doing this show since 2012, folks. Like when Mike Glennon was the starting quarterback for Tampa Bay, who is now on Tom Brady. That's unbelievable. But yeah, uh, the Bears have them. They've got the Packers again. I mean, there's a chance that they're losing out here. If they lose out, Al, do the Chicago Bears make a change at both uh, general manager and head coach? Oh, man, the case becomes a lot more uh, rooted in foundation. Yeah, absolutely. At that point, yeah, it starts becoming realistic where you got to start thinking. All noon games. It's home home against the Lions. Then the 20th, the week after, it's uh, at the Vikings. The week after that, it's um, – oh, I'm sorry. The, the week after the Lions this week is the 13th. Um, that would be uh, the Texans are here in Chicago. Then the Bears on the 20th up at the Vikings. Then they're down in Jacksonville on the 27th. And on January 3rd, this season will come to an end as the Bears host the Packers at noon at Soldier Field. Uh, you know, I can tell you one thing about that game, Clark. What's that? going to be a cold one yeah yeah it is it's going to be a cold one y'all thank you for joining us here uh we do appreciate it uh th- thanks for joining in on the chat thanks for joining in on the phone if you would join in on the phone that's cool 760-454-8834 760-454-8834 hello twitch we're glad to be here glad to be here with you for the first time two top running back plays in a second here on uh like, you, know right. what I, you, know what I, you know what I did today, Clark? Let me go find some. Uh, I, I would like to know. What, what did you do today? I, I drew. I, uh, I drove a UPS truck to a countryside. A UPS? Biggest truck I've ever driven, yeah. Uh... So you're working for UPS now, too? No, 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 no. It was FedEx. I'm sorry. It was a FedEx truck. Oh, so now you're working for FedEx? No, no, no. Still working for the same place, but you're returning the FedEx truck, right? For the place, yes. Biggest truck you've ever driven. Um, it was a little scary. Were you on any highways? I decided not to do any highways. That's that's a good idea. I you, mean, I was on a I was on a uh, a localized highway. Uh, I was on like Bussy Road, which has a 55 speed limit. Woo! Yeah, that's moving on Bussy Road. I would say. Yeah. I would yeah, say so you. I mean, I got, I got the thing up there. You know, I was told, like, listen, don't you – they have cameras in this thing. They speed control everything. Like, you know, make sure make sure you do everything right. And it was like, all right, well, challenge accepted. We, uh, a little intimidating when you first get the thing rolling. I'm sure. You, gotta, you don't know how good it stops. Trucks were passing me by, which was a little nerve-wracking. Does it – it picks up a little bit slower, and it's a, it's a, it takes you a minute longer to stop than what you're used to. Is that is that what you're talking about? Oh yeah, I mean the, the stopping distance is way different than a car. And then uh, yeah, you start slow. And I will say, because I also drive a box truck the other day, which is a little smaller. The bigger the vehicle, 
the the slower high speed fields. Okay. I don't, know, I don't know if that makes any sense. It might that might be the secret to time travel if we have any really smart people on on the line because I feel like time slows down a little too. But like when you're doing fifty in a big truck, it feels like you're doing thirty. Okay. Like it, it's just like you don't feel the, the speed as much, so you you got to watch your speedometer because you're 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 stopping distance, especially like when my truck is loaded. You know. Uh huh. Number one, it takes it's too strong to get. Uh, uh, it takes a lot to get the truck moving, but once it does, you got to know. You know, it's gonna yep. take a minute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, we. It took you longer to not take the highway. I'm sure of it. Do you feel like that affects your job performance, or you're you're good? That that was already decided that that you're in the clear. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I think it was pretty stated that I wasn't going to take the highway. Like, okay, yeah. good, good, good. I wouldn't want you to feel pressured into that situation either. Just looking yeah. out. I take my time, and that's the hardest thing. Also, with those big trucks, is you worry about people behind you when you can't. You sure, can't. sure. You know, you who cares if if you're going too slow? Just you, you drive at your pace. Fuck up. They go around. Some of my numbers are telling me that Mike Glennon is a value play, Al. Well, that's why I'm a, a plus twenty thousand dollar profit. <laughs> yeah, there. you're, you're uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, yep. in my rating system, which is what I trust more than anything, really uh, does not say that. It has Mike Glennon is the fifth worst play on the week. Kirk Cousins is the first. Okay, maybe I'm looking at the wrong week. He does project decently well, uh, Mike Lennon does, in uh, points per salary, which is, in my estimation, the most important stat in fantasy football. Mitch Trubinsky ranks first in points per salary. Mike Lennon ranks second. So I, I get why whatever your system is going there, but that's why you have to understand what makes your systems work. You got to know what, what's driving things. So you can go, okay, I get what you're saying, but you know what? Mike Lennon's still a shitty play. Mm-hmm. Even if he's sub five K, I mean, he's 4,800, which is a steal going up against Minnesota, which can't stop a pass, even though they're on a hot streak right now. I mean, his legit ceiling is 28. Yeah. I mean, I, I get why he's a play. I wouldn't touch that though. I don't know what the over-under is in that game, but it's going to be a slow-paced game. It's going to be a lot of long drives, running the ball, short underneath passes, not a lot of yards. And uh, I know Minnesota is one of the slowest-paced teams in football, meaning they run the clock till there's, you know, a couple seconds left on the play clock. They snap the ball, you know, where you, you look at mm-hmm. tempo teams uh, – it's 52 is the over-under there. It, it's the highest one you have. That's why. Cousins Cousins is ranked higher, I think, in, I mean, for, for points to do. But if you wanted to spend low, real low, take take a flyer on it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, his he has one of the highest floors. I, I, I mean, it's a tournament play. It is a tournament play. Mm-hmm. There's no question it is. Uh, you know, but then you got to look at, Okay, so the nice thing about low-priced quarterbacks is when you stack them, usually the stack is going to be pretty low cost too. So you get Mike Glennon, he's going to be 4800 
Uh, you're going to want to stack him. I, let me see if I, I can pull up his correlation here. I imagine he correlates well with running back. Most quarterbacks don't. Yep. Uh, no, it's not going to pop up. I don't think he's played enough games for them to uh, get any in, information. But, you know, uh, James Robinson, one of the high, he's going to be one of the higher-owned players. He, he is my number one ranked uh, running back on the week. Uh, he's projecting the best in my ranking system. So I'm probably going to click uh, James in there. And then, you, you you know, this is where it gets difficult. You start looking at the uh, the wide receiver position. But, again, all these guys are so cheap. This stack is going to cost you no money. So you're going to be able to run it back with Delvin Cook uh, or, or, or Thielen or a combination of Thielen Jefferson because they're going to be very expensive. But, again – let's take James Robinson out of the equation. Now you got Mike Lennon. So you're going to double stack your wide receiver. So you're going to go LaVisca Chenault and, uh, you know, I'm going to screw that. I'm going to go for three grand. I'm going to go Chris Conley. Who's, who's rating is one of the highest on the week. <laughs> that 3000. He's a value play for sure. I'm not sure if he's going to be chalk or not. It's too early to tell. Well, again, that's in that high over under that 52. Yeah, 52, he, he's, he's, he's a guy who's getting target share. Uh, I'm not sure if Conley's playing this week. <laughs> um, but he, he's gotten eight targets, eight targets, four targets, and then uh, nothing last week. I don't know if he was hurt. So. He, yeah, he didn't play last week. So Chris Conley, if he's playing, you know, 3K, man, and if that turns into a shootout, you have the slot position filled. At three thousand dollars, your third wide receiver is paid for at three grand. Your quarterback is only costing you forty eight hundred. See now, I see what what your rating system is talking. Well, and especially if Chark is out for him right there. Yeah, so let's assume Chark is out. Chenault, you play Chenault. Chenault's all going to cost you thirty six hundred. Are, are you pronouncing that right, Chenault? Yeah, I think I'm actually probably better than I do with Drabinsky. No, that's yeah. I'm probably closer with Chenault than I am with Trubinsky. You were saying no, you weren't. You said it differently that time. Chenault. 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 Okay. I mean. Lavisca Chenault. It's one of your better pronunciations, I'm sure of it. Even though I don't know exactly how to pronounce it myself, but kudos. Okay, so you have Mike Lennon, Chris Conley, Chenault. You have three players, Clark. You've only spent $11,000. You have $40,000 to fill out the rest of your roster. So now you look at the other side, and let's say the shootout is because Minnesota has taken the lead. They're running the ball with Cook like they always do, mm-hmm. and uh, Jacksonville he just keeps throwing the ball, trying to play catch-up. Uh, so, of course, I'm going to pay the, uh, the 9500 for for uh, Cook. That takes care of... Uh, the running back position. Now I still have thirty thousand dollars to to get one more wide receiver, one more running back, tight end, a flex. I mean, you know, let's go cheap at defense here. Let's see what we can do on the week. Select all. Oh. Let's go. Uh, well, Miami, Jesus, against Cincinnati. I don't even know who Cincinnati's quarterback is. Uh, yeah, that's not cheap, but that's pretty sexy. Let's go. Who are the cheapest defenses here? 
I don't like anything. New England, maybe. Yeah, I'll just go with what the rating system. Well, let's go to Philadelphia Eagles against Green Bay. Uh, I don't like to play, but you're paying 2300 so you're spending no money at defense. Uh, tight end, we can spend up now. Let's go. Hockey, no. Let, yeah, all right. Let's go top. Top is Waller at 6100 Boom. Uh, I still have 6.9 average, so – let me go ahead and look at running back. We've already spent high at running back. I always suggest going high and then going fairly low. So let's say James Robinson, and this would be my, my number two. This would be the sneaky play of the week. Uh, what's going on in the dark over there? Frank Gore. Oh, sorry. Frank Gore for the Jets. Uh, he's only 4,400. So now I have 8,000 per play per player left. I have one wide receiver and one slot. So I'm going to pick whoever the top price receiver is, which is just dumb. I'm just being stupid. I'm going to go Devonte Adams and then I'm going to go Kelvin Ridley to bounce back against new, no, new Orleans defense is playing pretty good. Okay. I'm going to go Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas to go off against the worst defense in the league in Atlanta. So, yeah, I mean, you could do what I'm saying is because that stack is so cheap, you could do whatever the hell you want. You could have Delvin cook. You could have Devonte Adams. You could have Darren Waller. You could have Michael Thomas all in the same lineup because you're playing Mike Lennon and his receivers at wide receiver in a game that has the highest over and under on the week, meaning there's going to be yards, there's going to be production and uh, there's going to be football play and it's correlated like that. that that's a, so that's why your system is telling you to do that. And I see why I don't know if I necessarily still like the Mike Lennon play. I wouldn't go very, like I'm excited about it because we're talking about it and it's in front of me and I'm like a little kid with candy. Right, but, right, right. No, I was just, I'm just throwing out some, a couple of flyers that I see here and there that are just, what would you do? Is there any chance? He threw the ball 35 times against Cleveland. Okay. So if he goes 35 to 40 attempts, I mean, he put up 18 points last week. Or no. Yeah, yeah, he put up 18 points, which is okay. You okay. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, if you spend low at quarterback and the top quarterback on the week puts up 30, but the rest of the pieces to that puzzle are expensive, you know, 20, 22 to 23 points from Glennon is only eight points away from 30. And you've saved so much money on these under pieces that allows you to get those receivers who go off. And you might even be able to vulture some of the, the higher play, like who's a high price quarterback. Um, you know, Russell Wilson, you might go ahead and spend and get Tyler Lockett as one of your wide receivers. Now you're taking away from that Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett stack by, by uh, going cheaper there. So it's just, you got to correlate. You got to, you got to let the, the puzzle play out in your head and uh, find the pieces that fit to it. And uh, yeah, it is smart to play down, spend down at, uh, at quarterback. And uh, you know, he's going to give you a chance there. This looks like it's going to be a fun week because there's a lot of cheap stacks, you know, 
I, like I said, I'm probably going to have like five of Mitch Trubinsky. I'm probably going to have 10 to 15 of Glennon. Uh, you know, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's actually expensive. He's 63 against Atlanta. Uh, but yeah, uh, Tua, no, I'm not touching. Rivers, no. Cam Newton against the Chargers. Maybe. You know, Wentz, Wentz Green Bay, I'm probably, even though my system's telling me that rating system, I'm probably not going to play that stack. Ooh, I got I to gotta stack Phillip Rivers, T.Y. Hilton, and uh, Kiki Kuti. Boom. Yeah, running run it back with Kuti. Yeah, you, you said Hilton and who? Who was your other receiver? Well, it was Rivers, Hilton, and Kuti. All right. I would add, uh, I'm telling you, the way to win tournament is the double stack. I'm trying. Hang on, hang on. I'm not. I'm having trouble with my uh, with my generator here. I would go Pascal or Pittman. I'd lean either way. They're the same. I would go cheaper. Anytime you have two wide receivers and you're building a, a team stack and you, they project for about the same, go lesser owned and che- or cheaper. Okay. I'd generally go cheaper. So Zach Pascal is going to save you a thousand dollars coming off of Michael Pittman. Pittman has the higher ceiling, but uh, Pascal's gotten five targets, three targets, four targets, six, six, seven. So he's seeing about, you know, three to six targets a game. Where Pittman, $1,000, oh, he had nine targets last game. Wow. Eight targets, three targets, seven targets, one target. They either go to him or they don't. Okay. So, yeah, looking at matchup, Pittman is probably the better play there, actually. Chalk will be there, though. So, Okay. I assume Kutu 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 is going to be one of – everybody knows it. Kiki Kutu. Yeah, Kutu Kutu is going to be one of the higher-owned players on the week because everybody knows what's going on there, and he's So he's the free square. That's probably a must-play in cash game because that's going to allow you to get uh, a lot of players in your lineup and you're going to get, uh, you know, 10 points out of him. Cause remember pricing happens Monday and which was yesterday, the news of Cuckoo Kuti and Fuller came out what today. Mm-hmm. So they didn't see that coming. So the pricing hasn't caught up to the, uh, uh, the situation. So you get a free play there. So I'll always try to understand that the market has to adjust. Um, That happens a lot when uh, there's games on Monday night football, something big happens on Monday night football player gets hurt or somebody's having a really good game. You get to see it while the price has already been set for those players going into the next week. So uh, there is an advantage there. And uh, that, that is a definite advantage. Cuckoo Cootie is going to be a must play on fantasy football this week um, in a lot of ways. Okay. From, from cash, from cash, 100% in cash in tournament. That's when you got to start going, okay, what is his ownership going to be? If it's 15%, wonderful. If it's 10%, I'm playing a shit ton of him. I'm going 30% in on him. If he's coming in at 30% projected ownership, man, it might be worth not even playing him. Okay. So, that you, those are the things you got to understand uh, when a player is too good to be true. Uh, that, that's what it means going away from chalk. 
because you know you, everyone's there. You can easily, not easily, three thousand is a very low price, but you can find somebody else in that three thousand. Chris Conley, who we mentioned, is three thousand. Um, he's in a pretty good. Uh, Keneal Harry in New England is three thousand. He he's been he he had a good game recently. Ryle Ridley, whose name is a lot like Kelvin Ridley, brother. He's only thousand, and he's on the Bears. So that's a horrible play. I'm just kidding. AJ Green is thirty one hundred. Anthony mm-hmm. Miller, which I think is probably your safest play here, is thirty one hundred. Nobody's going to own Anthony Miller. I project him on way under ten percent ownership, uh, and he's going to be one hundred percent a pivot off of Andy Isabella. I would imagine still going to get a lot of ownership. Um, Darnell Mooney is rating really high uh, in my system. I actually so, I, I had put him into one of my lineups. Yeah. So the Bears receivers are going to be because Detroit can't stop anything in that secondary. So. You know, they, yeah, have, they have until turmoil until they meet the bears. Yeah. You know, all right. I got it. Here's my team. Tannehill, Cook, Eckler, Davis, Kuti, Hodge, Waller, Mooney, and Miami. So that's the Ryan Tannehill, Charles Davis stack with uh, Hodge coming back at him. And then Kuti playing for Houston. What's that? A single stack again? No, 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 no. It's a st- it's a it's a stack with the with the receiver coming back at him. That's a single stack. Oh, I need one more. A skinny stack is uh. just a, a skinny stack is just the quarterback and the receiver from that game. A single stack is a quarterback and a wide receiver or a pass catcher coming back with a player, and then the double stack is the two pass catchers and the run back. All right. That's the way you well, let, me, let me get rid of Mooney, and I'll put in uh, this uh, this clown. What's his name? Higgins. Like Higgins Road up there, out 72. I love uh, Higgins. Great Hooters uh, on uh, Higgins in, uh, outside of O'Hare. And uh, that that was uh, Howard Johnson when I was a kid, where for some reason I thought the Million Dollar Man was going to show up at. Why, 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 would, why would the Million Dollar Man be there? He must have done like a promo or something at a Howard Johnson, and in my kid mind, the limo was going to pull up. So anytime wrestling was at the Rosemont Horizon, I used to wait by the uh, Howard Johnson uh, to meet the Million Dollar Man. But ne- a wrestler never, because I lived right down the street, Park Ridge. A wrestler never came, and then years later, after a wrestling show, I went to that Howard Johnson, which is now a Hooters, and Rhino was there. So. Rhino was, and and that Hooters is uh, it's right by Cumberland, there by the old Dominic's. It's now a Mariano's. I Dang. love Cumberland Road. It's got that weird church on it. Isn't there a song about it? Take me to the church on Cumberland Road. There you go. It's always every time I hear that song, I think of the weird church that's on Cumberland Road. You don't sure you know the church you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nipples, it's got like the glass nipples everywhere, and I think it's a Ukrainian church. No, that's amazing. I don't know that. Yeah, you know, like if I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a picture. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, sure. I'm in. Sign me up. I'll play. Yeah, I'll drop a picture. Of the Is it Cadarell Jones? Cadarell. 
Daryl Hodge. Yeah, there's the little nipply church. When I was a kid, the, the church was just out of my distance. I took my bike there and I tried to get into it because I go, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Do you know if you can put? Do you know if you can put that up on the screen? I don't know. I doubt it. I'm I'm trying to save a picture so then I can just drop it to Facebook. Okay. Save. See, I think it's telling me I can't share, but now I'm trying. Did you see a picture of it? No. Oh, I see one that I just tried to share, but. Yeah, I'm saying though, but you see, you still don't recognize that church? No, no, no. I didn't see it. I didn't see one. Should I look up oh, okay. Church Cumberland Road? Sure, sure. You know, I'll still work to try to get one here. St. Joseph's, 5,000 North. That would make sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Hang on. Everyone knows that church. Let me see if I can get everybody here a picture of it. Hang on. I think I got us. The church, it's at 5,000 North Cumberland. The name of the church is St. Joseph Ukrainian Catholic. It's got little nipples. And then it's got some yeah, I, I get it. There's nipples on it. Hang on, let's let's. Uh, and there's like five vibrators. It looks like a two, five giant vibrators with nipples on the end of the vibrators. It crosses. And when I was a kid, I was transfixed. They used to have a little carnival there every year, and my mom would take me to in the parking lot. To this day, though, I'm still amazed by that church. There we go. There it is. That is the one, my friend. That is a work of art. I think you did a fine job of describing it, absolutely. That is that is that church. Well done. Hot dog. All right. We're figuring out some tools here. This is our first time. Uh our friends here at uh at Restream right there are helping us out tonight. We've made a bit of a deal with Restream. And now we're coming at you. We're broadcasting live to you on Twitch, on Facebook Live, on Blog Talk Radio. The building has an ultra-modern roof compromising 13 golden domes, which symbolize the 12 apostles of Jesus. Jesus Christ is the center dome. He's the Uh center dildo. Yeah, he's he's the main dildo in the center. Right. Okay. Yeah, fair. I'll be done. 1977. What's the capacity of that place? I think it's just kind of a church. Okay. I I tried to go in one time when I was a kid and I rode my bike and they wouldn't let me in. Okay. That'll happen. Good to know we can do that now, huh? Yeah, fancy. Sure. Thanks again to our folks at Restream. Try to get one on the Facebook chat here. So there you go. Yeah. Listening at home uh, uh, can can enjoy later. Can check it later there on the Facebook stream, or uh, you can watch it on the playback on on Twitch at Larcher Lawrenson. At Larcher Lawrenson is where you can watch it on the playback on Twitch. Yeah, or you can Google it yourself. Just put Ukrainian Church on Cumberland. Yeah, that'll do it too. Yeah. Yep. So I started watching uh, the A Team. I don't know if you remember the A Team. Oh, that movie with Bradley Cooper. No, 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 no. The TV show from back in the day. Oh, with uh, B. A. Baracus and uh, Faith. 
Yeah, yeah. Templeton, uh, Templeton Peck, his face, and Hannibal Smith, and Holland Mad Murdoch. How does that play in 2020 for you? Oh, it feels so good. Does it? It's so good. Oh, my God. The punching is like wrestling. They just keep, bam, bam. They just keep punching each other as hard as they can. That's and they amazing. Also, nobody dies. The bullet never hits anybody. Mr. T got shot, but it was off screen. <laughs> That's great. Is it a personal collection of yours, or where, where can I, where can we find it? I think I had to purchase it. I think it was like 10 bucks season one on Amazon. Okay. So you can find it on Amazon. You can purchase it. Sounds like a decent decent way to spend your money to me. Well, number one, I don't know if you remember this, Clark, but anytime Mr. T had to fly, they had to drug up. They would, they would, they literally in the last episode, they stuck a syringe in his neck and knocked him out. They Bill Cosby'd him to get him on a plane. They <laughs> piloting, you know, he doesn't trust Murdoch. They, they knock, that, that's the running gag. Don't they knock him out before you get on a plane every time? Is that every episode? Not every episode, most episodes. Okay. Some episodes they focus more on breaking uh, Murdoch out of the insane asylum. <laughs> they got out, they but, broke out of the prison, Murdoch and Hannibal, by taking uh, balloons or trash cans and making hot air balloons out of uh, blow dryers. Yeah. And, and they floated out of the prison. How is, that's amazing. And realistic, really. I forgot how realistic it was. The whole show is like a parody, but it's well, It's like watching a live action uh comic book, you know? That's where like Sons of Anarchy was very like that for me. I mean, people are just getting murdered every episode. Like, you know, it's just fantasy. It's hilarious. Ah. <sighs> I dig it too. Any uh, another pretty good week in your new your new career current career. I got drunk with the old career. You did good. Uh, yeah. That's nice. They were in town. They were in town. Yeah, we had. Uh, well, we got drunk. To discuss the future. Yeah, I mean it's we're spring. Just no, okay. The vaccine is rolling out. Every in two weeks, everybody gets one. Everybody, you get a vaccine. You get a vaccine. It sounds like it's coming, so we'll see. You know, it's funny. Uh, not funny, but I I work by a testing facility. Yeah. And the week before Thanksgiving, that line extended far. It went from Harlem to Oak Park Avenue. Yep. And. Around. It was the longest line I've ever seen. Oak Park Avenue is by that school, right? Uh, there, there's like a school there on the north side of Irving there, around there. No, maybe not. No, it's a, it's a little farther north. Okay. Um, you, you're over there at Harwood Heights, right? The one at Forest Park Drive and all that shit? Harlem? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. That's what you're telling me. It was like two or three miles long. It, it, no joke. It was miles long. Dude, that's a four to five hour wait minimum. I've I've tested a few places here and there, and then, since then, every day since then, the line there's like four cars. So I don't know. That was like a one day thing. Maybe they were having a Black uh, Friday sale. Everybody was thinking they test before. No, that no, you test before Thanksgiving, then you can go spend time with your family. 
However, if you're testing the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, there's no way in hell you're getting the results back before the next day. So I think that's what you had going on. A lot of people have been testing lately because of that. I don't know if you've noticed, but the, the statewide positivity rate has dropped down to under 12 now. Like it's, things are topping back out on that positivity rate. We'll get the vaccine soon. What the hell? Let's see. I'm no doctor. I don't know if you know that. Have we seen the spike for Thanksgiving yet? No, you, you're not supposed to see that for at least a week. From what I understand, like, you know, five to seven days, the average symptoms kick in after. So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. All I know, because of this whole COVID thing, adopting a cat is like impossible. Really? Just give me a damn cat. Can I ask you this? When did, when did you, uh, cause you did have, you, you, you fostered two cats and at the time it wasn't right for you. It was two cats, two kittens, two kind of wild, not, not wild, but not completely tamed. They were rambunctious. Rambunctious. There you go. That's a good word. Thank you. Uh, but, but when, when did you come to the conclusion of a, of a cat? Well, I've always wanted a cat, but I got a different landlord now. So the old landlord wanted an obscene amount of money where the new landlord is like, yeah, man, get a cat, please. I'm oh. like, do you want to, I'm like, do you want a pet deposit? He's like, no, just, you know, get a cat. I have a cat. He's got a cat and a dog. Okay. Get a cat. Take care of your cat. Cool. Done. So he's got, Pepe. He's, he's got a dog named Pepe who I always see with a little sweater on. It's adorable. That's what well, is it? Small dog. I think it's a pug. No, like our, our buddy Patrick uh, Marley, man. That that pup. He, I, I believe he had some sweaters on. Pugs are sweater dogs for sure. Hell, it's cold out here, man. Uh, yeah. What's the biggest hoop to jump through for this cat? Well, w- number one, I need references to get a cat. So I'm. Uh, well, you got those. I mean, you got drunk with the references, didn't you? Can I use you as a cat reference? Absolutely, hundred percent. Now they say on the application they want they prefer references who actually have cats. Just tell them you got two kids. Okay? My first cat, my first my first child or my first pet was a cat. My my only high, uh, household cat growing or pet growing up was a cat. Wow, words are escaping me here. But yeah, you can use me, but you do have cat owners as well, like in your circle. Oh, who'd you get drunk with this past week? And I thought you got drunk with the. With, well, the, with yeah, the bosses, yeah, Virginia's one of the two references for sure. Oh, and I'm I'm the I'm honored. Three yeah. cats right now. I got I got three cats and Frank, Jules, and Vern. Oh, you know what? I'll ask Corey uh, because she's got. Yeah, ask Corey. Oh, I'll give you permission. Did, did I? I just failed your test. Is that what just happened? You're like, shit. I got to go somewhere else. Yeah, you got bumped. <laughs> Man, my ass is on fire. I got one of those heating pads, and I thought I threw it behind my back. And I must have just sat on it because it, I was like, why is my ass on fire? And now, now I remember. Oh, so is that man. little Clark and Andrew in the background? Is that the new uh, – Where is that? In the behind you there? Oh, that one's been there. It's just I think with the new platform, you can see it now. This one's been here for a long time. But, yeah, that's little Clark and – couple of weeks it's been all dead people back there now you got the no you got little i still have them there it's just now it's a different angle hey look at we got a keg i can't get the lights yeah that's us tapping a keg that's my buddy andrew still friends just moved to dallas recently that's adorable we thought about yeah. doing we thought about redoing this picture 
You know, that's the that's the, the end thing to do. Or, well, hell, that's probably old now to do. But, yeah, no, I think you can just see my screen better. Maybe it's at a little bit of a different angle. Yeah, you guys should absolutely redo that. Right? That's crazy. See there. No, I still have my dead friends. Rest oh, in peace to them, there's, of course. There you go. There's a memorial wall over there. Over here, over, over here, I got a little hallis. Yeah. And then you got the dead man himself. Absolutely. Uh, with the big retirement. Last week, yeah. yep. Yeah. Oh man, uh, I didn't get to watch last night, Al, but I heard that Monday Night Raw really quite a few people not too happy with it. That that new gimmick's kind of falling apart. The the outlaws. What the hell is their name? Redemption? No. Nope. Well, yeah, nobody likes Redemption though. That's been like stay one. Didn't they have a chance? And what happened? Did they? Did something happen? Like a. Like what happened with the Shockmaster? Did a mask come off of Mia Kim accidentally? Oh, I don't know. Probably. I saw that. Like it. It sounds like when it did come off, like fans were fake going, "Oh my gosh, that was Mia Kim the whole time." <laughs> Something <laughs> happened. I don't know. I didn't watch. I'm talking second person on it. So I went to a pet store. Don't tell I me. I met a cat named uh, Clove. But she, I don't think she likes me. She was very standoffish. And, like, her reviews are like, well, you know, she's never going to be a cat you could pick up. And it's like, I kind of want a cat I could pick up. But then I felt so bad for her being in that little cage that I felt like I had to adopt her. Like, you know what I mean? I feel guilty being like, oh, I, maybe she's not right for me. Would you be happy enough just providing a home for that cat and, like, providing what good for what? is good for that cat. Like you get in a nice tree or whatever, those, those clawing trees, you know, and things like treats, feed it, give it a clean place to go to the bathroom. Like, I look, I'm getting one of those automatic uh, litter boxes. Yeah. I'm sure those are just perfect and easy to handle. Like I'm sure they, those automatic ones, right. They can't be like, I remember seeing those and don't they fall apart? Like, I don't know. Everybody's recommended it. They've been, even the landlord is like, dude, I, here's a lifesaver. Get this. Uh, Virginia's mentioned it. Everybody, I tell them, get a cat. They're like, no, you got to get this this brand of uh, uh, litter. Box. You know what? The last time I had a cat was at my apartment with my buddy Derek on Sheffield. Red was our cat. And, uh, huh. I got to look this up. This thing wasn't around back then. They did have some kind of electronic things. I don't know. They've got to go meet the cat. And then they want you to adopt two cats, but I only want one cat. Like, for God's sakes, can't I just get a cat? It just seems like there's a lot of cats that have nowhere to go. They're sitting in cages. Just give me one. I wanted to put a. I wanted to do a video on this thing, and it, like, you don't do a video because it's everybody doing a review. Do you ever you watch those reviews? And sometimes they start out boring as hell. They're unboxing the thing and stuff. Like that's not what I need here. Yeah. Does it have a I cover watched, on it? One time I watched. There's there's an option with a cover and without. One. Wait, how much are you spending here? I mean, they got four hundred ninety nine dollar options here. There's oh, a. That's like- one. There's a six hundred and forty eight ninety nine one. Like are you you're looking at about a hundred bucks? The the nice one there's one for like one fifty that's supposedly really good. And again, we're looking for a cat litter box here, folks, for about one fifty. Yeah. Nature's miracle is one twenty five. Self cleaning. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah, the Robo Litter Box. Okay. That's a $500 thing. Like, that one is, like, insane. I mean, that one, what happens is they take the turds and they, they actually turn them into Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't need that. I'm trying to lose weight. Absolutely, that's fantastic. Um, Al, my my children for the first time in three weeks asked for a cat. We're not here today. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were not here today. Um, and uh, getting them out of the house to go back to daycare for the first time in three weeks was uh, that was the chore, my friend. Um, didn't have a good one this morning. Uh, we got to go. My youngest daughter, she's two. She wouldn't put on her gloves. And it's like 30 degrees out there. We have to walk three blocks to get to daycare. Like, I can't have her without that for that long. Ended up having to because, spoiler alert, she refused to put them on. When I did put them on, she threw them off. Meanwhile, the other kid's actually acting like an angel, a three-year-old, right, riding her own scooter there. Well, then we get over there and... Then she starts crying and wants to come back home. The two-year-old who has never done that before going to daycare. Then she pulled that. Then I forgot my daughter's extra shoes because of COVID. So I had to run home and get different shoes for her to put on when she left. It's, oh, it was something else. It was just a hell of a start. I wanted to have a wine and a smoke right after I dropped them off and I got home, but I didn't. I was responsible. I sat down and watched a two-hour episode of Dateline. I folded laundry. I went and got some Taco Burrito King. I got a breakfast burrito. I went to Menards, I went to Walmart, got things done, doing my gig, and then they go back on Thursday and Friday. On those days, Al, I'll do a little bit more looking into the show, of course, but I'm going to start looking for a job. I think I, to- I told you I saw a job uh, description that was basically what you do. Hopefully that was for somebody else, and it wasn't your job. It wasn't your job that I put up there. That's how I lost my radio job. I found it on the internet. Oh yeah, that sucks. I'm sure that's bound to happen, right? Like, yeah. Wow. Check that out, Al. Yeah, that's the really fancy one. That's the one that the, the ads keep popping up for. This but one's yeah. only four ninety nine. Only. And it has it has an app that tells you when there's too many. Spacious litter chamber, weighted act activated, weight activated, drawer full indicator. I mean, just look at this thing. You got an app? You got an app that talks to it? Yeah, these are ridiculous. There's no, uh, you don't need that. That's for damn sure, right? Like, no. No. I mean, I do, but I, I don't, I don't know if I can justify spending. <laughs> Currently, that is not, yeah, that's a good call. I mean, the cat would have a nicer shit house than I have. <laughs> I bought a new, I bought a new uh, seat cover. Do you love this cat or what? I don't even own it. Do you remember when you gave me the hint on the the greatest the greatest thing to get uh, for your toilet? The, the glow, the glow <laughs> nightlight. Yes. Oh yeah. And Lauren and I were engaged already, or something, or married, and I told her, I said, "Oh, we've got to get it." I mean, hell, it was ten bucks. I ordered on Amazon, you know. Yeah. I got it. I love that damn thing. It lasted about two weeks. You got a bad one. I, I mean, mine uh, mine lasted at least three weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I bought a so that thing broke. The, the new toilet seat I have has a built-in one of those. They never fucking work. Yep. Yep. As a matter of fact, I'm buying if I'm buying a cat a hundred and fifty dollar litter box, I'm getting myself a thirty dollar toilet seat. 
my black. What the hell just happened here? I'm trying to get in. Yeah. Where's Amazon? I didn't do good on Black Friday. Look at this one here, Al. This one from Chewy. Nature's Miracle. Single cat self-cleaning litter box. 125 bucks. Look over here. You refill it. Relax. Look at then you. No, 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 no. This is it. There it is. And that is my recliner. They they know me. This is the one I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find it. Clean up after your furry friend in an easy and efficient way with Nature's Miracle Single Cat Self-Cleaning Litter Box. The dimensions on it are 24 by 18 by 10 inches. It's 15.25 pounds. Wait a minute. The litter box weighs 15 pounds. I mean, if it's going to do its job, I guess. Weigh however the hell much, much you want. It's made of plastic. The benefits are it's self-cleaning. Makes cleaning up easy. Automatically scoops waste after every use with a smart detection motion sensor. That's huge. May not have a weighted control, but it's got some kind of a control. Odor control receptacles and carbon filters. It contains high walls to prevent litter scatter. That's big. Like, you don't want that shit laying around the house, right? No. Because I do remember when I fostered those cats for like two weeks, the cats shit a lot more than I would have guessed. They poop a lot. Yeah, they do. They do. It's... I'll tell you what, the same with, with kids, new babies, like it's nothing for 10 diapers in a day, my friend. Um, I don't know if you can read that, but why the, I thought cats could see at night. It includes a nightlight setting to create nighttime visibility for your furry friend. I don't want to know what's going on. They have low vision, not. Oh, I get it. In the morning, you know, either around four or five o'clock, I feel that feeling. I go to the downstairs and I turn on the shower light because I don't want the bright light on. But then if I need to know. Yeah, and then if I need to know what's going on, I turn on the other light. Sometimes you need to know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta like if it something don't feel right, you gotta check on. You gotta take a look. Everybody looks. I mean, we're primates. Yeah. You know, that's how you know if you're healthy. Huh. <sighs> Devolved into uh, scatological humor on a uh, Tuesday. Big football game tomorrow. Looking at cat litter boxes was actually all right, but the bar just dropped. I apologize. Yeah, football tomorrow, mid midweek, 3.40 in the afternoon. No, 2.40 here locally, central time. Hot damn. Oh, we forgot to talk about your your favorite quarterback, Drew Locke, this past week. Whoo! Not a single quarterback could play. And they grabbed a wide receiver off the practice squad. Did you hear it? They wanted to get their – was it a strength and conditioning coach? Yeah, they wanted to make the coach the player. Did you hear why they said no? Uh-uh. They, they, the, the league said no because they didn't want teams to start stacking quarterbacks as coaches on the team because that would be an issue. Yeah. It's actually logical. It is logical, which is weird. Like, Like, at first I was like, why the hell not? Like, I mean – Either way, it's not good. I mean, if you're worried about a safety issue, yeah, maybe, but hell, it's a safety issue putting a wide receiver back there who hasn't played at the speed of the game. Oh, man, what what if uh, what if like Elway was able to come down? You know? Yeah, that that, that would have been awesome. That would have been so badass. That's that's what I was hoping for. That the twelve year old in me would be so excited. That'd be like watching The Undertaker versus Bill Goldberg. Yes, it would it would play out exactly like it too. Yeah, it would. It would in my mind. It'd be so damn exciting. Hell, I'd take I'd take Hogan versus The Rock again. Oh, I watched that again this past week. 
it's, oh, so dude, it's in Toronto. It's simply amazing to watch them, like, see them just both figure out the what the hell was actually going on and playing it perfectly. Yeah, Hogan stealing the focus. Absolutely. And it was the right thing to do. Like, it was... It was absolutely good stuff from them. Hang on. I'm trying to... You know, I opened up so many cat litter windows here. You're going to get... For the next three weeks, you're to get nothing but cat litter ads and all your shit. <laughs> Sweet. I can't wait. Hell, all... I We've been discussing a dog lately. Um, we got we to gotta worry a little bit about allergies with it. That's why we can't have a cat. Uh, there's allergies in the house, not not from me, but there's uh, allergies in the house there. So we've got to be careful about the dog. I got to do some research on that. It's something about the dander. Like you do want a longer haired dog. That's actually hair and not fur. So there's less dander to it. There's something like that. Like you, people still may have allergies, but you get less of it because of the amount of dander coming Why from the pup. Pigs? Oh, that'd be good. One of those little pigs. They're like hyperallergenic. Fair. Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe we can try it. Maybe. Oh, that that music can only mean one thing. They're playing us out. March 15 minutes of this poker game. Now, three minutes. Shit. Oh, there is late registration. And I'm going to have to go make a drink and tell my wife I love her. I'll tell her anyway. Larcher, good to see you this week. Yeah, what do you think? The new platform seems all right. I like it. Restream. I think we look a little bit cleaner. Yeah. We'll do this again next week at 6.30 p.m. Podcast listeners, we don't forget about you. Blog talk, we'll see you later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the podcast, y'all. And uh, we're here just...